0: Just the Black Powder Podcast, kick up your feet, lean on your arm, rest, and get your mind blessed on this conquest. Yeah. Hold a grip like a 12 gauge. let this moment kick, black people moving and having some good ownership. Yeah. I carry weight, not to keep the camera safe, Just yeah. about you, my kids and my parents' faces, the big topics, they don't want to involve us. Huh? Think we're novice, but now we're moving hard with revolvers. This the Black Powder Podcast, let's get it started. Yeah. primers hit the powder is lit it's time to get on target welcome to another episode of the black powder podcast as always I'm your host Yasuke Fett and just a general reminder of your marching orders and why we have created the black powder podcast the main mission is to change the social field black society and firearms how do we do that glad you asked we talk walk read write and think about it to find a better solution for a brighter future for the proper protection of black people Join us through education, practice, and safety as we take down the stigma of black people and guns, one discussion at a time. You know what? I, I've got a small clip on the podcast now where I'm showing my daughter um, my handgun, mechanic, right? TP9 SFX. And I sat down and I talked with it. I said, do you know what this can do? She said, it can hurt people and there for monsters. And I told her, They're not for monsters, but they can hurt people. If you ever see somebody with this, what do you do? She said, you run away. I said, you also tell an adult. She said, okay, what do you do? You run away and you tell an adult because they can hurt people. Right. There's gonna be a time where where you have to explain these things to our children in order to provide a more positive image in black society because if they realize that they don't need to be around these people who could have that potential Will Smith energy, you know, they can find and hopefully make better decisions as far as who they hang around. Right. And it, it, it has to start at a young age because I'm, I'm extremely glad that my daughter at the age of four about to be five knows that if she sees anybody utilizing anything that, that looks black and scary, you know, cause default color for handguns is that black. Or, or default color for those guns in general is that black. Um, she knows to walk away. She even knows what my shotgun looks like. My shotgun has got the doorbuster on it and it's got uh, two bayonet spikes on the front. It's a tactical shotgun, it's a KSG, and I could hold 23 shells in that sucker. Mm, wow. She knows to leave it alone. I always reen, and that, that's what it boils down to, is reinforcement. She knows not to touch it. But I think ultimately what causes the situation is the curiosity, because Mm -hmm. if we keep our children away from certain things, it's going to continue to build that curiosity up until they're like, I wonder what it does. Right. And then that's when they find out, unfortunately, that it does this. And that's the last thing you'll ever do. So, but I I definitely, I plan on doing a show on that. soon, very soon. But, okay. uh, you know, I just, as far as this Will Smith slap, it's it's going to be consequences for us because uh, even though we were talking about what black media would look like for black people, unfortunately, uh, our counterpoints watch all media.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when, uh, actually, even if they don't watch black media, what the media portrays of us in their own uh their own sphere if you will is usually the negative
1: ne- oh not usually always a negative uh, <laughs> oh. there's, there's
0: small, a prior- and, and i'm not i'm not uh accounting for the an anecdotal i mean don't get me wrong it's it's i say usually the negative because there are some, let me account for some of the anecdotal but there's not enough there's not enough anecdotal stuff that can make up for all the negative that the media portrays, because if there is anything good, it gets overlooked because it's piled on on top of all this negative shit.
1: What's name something? I mean, um, that's is for me, the amount of content that's put out there with black people. I can't name a lot of content that's out there positive about black people. When it comes to the the shows that they that's out there, the the reality shows, I hate the reality shows because there's never nothing positive for us. You can have the richest people or the people that's doing you think are successful, and you get these reality shows, and it's producing nothing but negative content uh, of black people fighting and arguing, can't get get along. That's negative. When it comes to the news, you know, just just regular. Every day, your local news, most of the stories they report crime to black people. Like, we're the only ones committed crime in that city today. You know, no matter what news article, you, know, you find news is going to be black people. Um, even when you were talking earlier, saying about reparations and stuff, and you say Ukrainians, even in the media lately, when it comes to um, when you had the people at the border. Remember last year, the year before, mm-hmm. you had two scenarios. When coming from the South, you had the Colombians or the people coming from the South American, South American country when mm-hmm. they had all the kids and they separated the family and the kids. Mm-hmm. They stopped those people at the border and they put them in cages and stuff. And then last year, you had the Haitians come up through there, through the borders and everything. They, they put them on their bridge, one let them in, and they, they, they stopped them. But last week, Ukrainians came to the border, and I'm not trying to knock the Ukrainian people. But you need to give equal um, treatment to all, and for the U.S. government to say, "Well, you go, you, you're going to let the Ukrainians in, and you, you're going to um, exclude some of the exceptions that we normally use to let people into the country," the other two people, the other two groups of people, were refugees as well. So what make this group of refugees different from the other group of refugees?
0: Well, the the problem isn't equality. The problem is equity because that's that's
1: what I'm saying. Well, you're going to be equal to, you're going to give equal consideration to all, not just one group of people.
0: Yeah. But in order to do that, there's going to have to be some sort of sacrifice for the main group of people who can make that sacrifice. But it's just problem is they refuse to make it. And on top of that, if you w- look over at Ukraine, between the border of Poland and Ukraine, the Ukra- uh, Ukrainian border patrol refused to let black people go into Poland. From what I heard, from what I understood, Poland was completely welcoming and accepting of, of all people of, uh, coming from Ukraine. They were accepting of all people coming from Ukraine. The problem was getting from Ukraine to Poland thanks to the Ukrainian border patrol.
1: But, you know, Ukrainians, stories I've read, articles I've read, you know, of people, of black people going over there and experiencing that in Ukraine is that they don't like black people over there either. Mm -hmm. And Ukrainians are, um, they don't, they're not as accepting of black people as you would think they are, but... Um, based on some journalists that's been over there who've lived there, um, moved there to support it. I mean, moved there to kind of, you know, before the war. And like this one article I read where the journalist went over there, and he said he was trying to move into an apartment. And it was far, so hard for him to get an apartment because he was black. Mm-hmm. Um, he already had one interview set up, he went there um went there he got when he got there when he walked in the owner owner was like no um i can't rent it to you i'm not gonna rent it to you and the person that he had been using to set it up um all his appointments and, and uh, you know appearances for to get the apartments the different ones the person told him so i can't get you in an apartment because once the owner found out you're black they refuse to rent it to
0: you yeah it, yeah. That sounds about right, but you also have to keep in mind that that's where some of the races, uh, the racial groups, are trained at. You know, mm-hmm. over over in Europe, not saying Ukraine specifically, but the racial uh, the racial terrorist groups that we see, Europe, mm-hmm. European. Yeah. So I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, what do you expect? Don't don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that there's not a European com- uh, country that you can't move to. I mean, my girlfriend. Like I said before, she's, one of the proudest things she's ever done is move to the Netherlands by herself. She's got family over there, don't get me wrong, you know, and I I think she had to discover family, one family member at a time, but nonetheless, the fact that she was able to do that, you know, it's anecdotal, but it worked for her, but that was the Netherlands. You know, there's, just like here, just going to be some states where you can't live because you go out far enough there's going to be people that don't like the complexion of your skin and that's that's unfortunately something that we will always have to keep in mind whenever we are um trying to move either to the united states or move to another country Yeah. even africa isn't exactly the easiest place to move to as far as uh, african-american black people because you right. don't belong to a tribe over there it's more tribal based yeah Over here, you know, it's somewhat. and it's funny, I was having a conversation with uh, uh, a brother earlier, Um, shout out to Howard. You know, I I told him about the podcast. I told him I I was doing this, but shout out to him. Cause he even said over here, it's somewhat similar, just on a different scale because, you know, when you go to Georgia, you got people that say, I'm from College Park, but then it gets even deeper because it's like, I'm from College Park, Godby Road. And then it gets even deeper because you're like, I'm from College Park, Godby Road. Uh, Riverside four seven four, or whatever you know, it, it just mm-hmm. gets to the point where there's some sort of tribalistic setting to where if you're not part of this neighborhood, you're not gonna fit in too easy. So it's almost opened, the same thing. Just I opened
1: up my season talking to a young lady from Africa, Veronica, and who was talking about tribalism in Africa. Uh, she's from um, Uganda, mm-hmm. and she broke she broke down how tribalism works over there where you know you got and and we kind of did that comparison on the show where we talked about what it's like living in the United States and compared it to tribalism how tribalism set up over there so um, you're right you know they they break it down to I'm from Atlanta Georgia and such and such and I'm you know a tribe in Atlanta is different than a tribe in
0: Macon versus a tribe in Jaldosta versus a tribe in College Park. So, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: you, you hit it right on the head.
0: Yeah, and then the, the tribe from Macon, Atlanta, College Park is just considered a tribe from Georgia who will have a difficult time trying to mix in with the tribe from New York and so on and so forth. So, it's right, you know, that's how it is. But, um, so, so
1: do you think that this, um, thing with Will and Rock, I mean, Chris, Chris Rock is a huge negative impact on black men? How how, 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 how you think it impacted us? Like,
0: globally, could, because unfortunately, like I said, we as black society are judged by our people who, who are involved in sports, who are involved in some type of uh, media or, or uh, music. Uh, models actresses basically unfortunately I hate to say this but basically nobody other than the entertainment sector so to uh, take a quote from um, I think it's a black in Japan the channel on YouTube uh, he helped out somebody who was extremely drunk one night and the man kept saying, no, no, no. He said, no, you need some help. I got you took care of the man. When the man finally made it back to his hotel, he said, huh? I, I thought that you would have treated me completely different, considering that you're black. And, and uh, the host of the show asked him why he thought that. And the uh, Japanese man said, because the white man told me that black people act like this. And that's just through word. Uh, he said a white, not not the white man like the man but you know he said a white man told him that black people are like this and that's just through word of mouth this is on a global scale it's already bad enough that um certain societies like say for example let's say japan japan isn't going to really portray black lifestyle due to the fact that they're Japanese, they're mainly Japan, they're mainly going to deal with the Japanese lifestyle. It's very rare that you'll see a black person over there. But if they were to cut on the television and see a well established black man slapping another well established black man, then they could easily think no matter how much or how far they get in life, these black people will always be feral, they'll always be vicious, they will always seek to not only hurt themselves but other people as they say, a picture says a thousand words and Will spoke volumes whenever he slapped Chris. And that is what the world sees. And that is what the world is going to compare us to. So now we will have to work harder to try and overcome that image of what's to be expected. Like, oh, you're black, it's okay, we know you're violent. Hell, even, even um, white society fears us because that's the image they created for us, unfortunately.
1: And
0: yeah, I get that. Oh, and, and I forgot. Just
1: this is, this is,
0: this, go, ahead, go ahead. Well, okay. I forgot because if you like, if you look at some of the quotes that Will said, love will make you do crazy things. And he said that Denzel, Denzel went and comforted Will. Let's think about that. Denzel went and comforted Will. Told him at the highest moment, be careful. That's when the devil comes for you. He told Will that. He said, Denzel basically said, fuck Chris Rock. Let me go comfort somebody who is of more of a is is of more on the established level like me. Chris Rock is not important, basically. Nobody came to Chris Rock. uh, Nobody came to talk to Chris Rock uh, during that incident. And Chris Rock was the victim. Chris Rock was just a basic everyday man who was trying to do his job to pay his bills and had to deal with a caring mentality Mm. and and, and, you know just because the devil you know is you got to realize the devil you know is not always the most comfortable uh but also the devil you don't know about the same like i said earlier it comes back to the fact that there's untamed devils that are not being fought with and controlled in the smith family and them supposedly being the pinnacle of black society, quote unquote, if you will, is basically saying that this is what we have to offer to society. This is what society can expect from black people because they are the portrayers of what we, quote unquote, are as a black society. Unfortunately, because that's what other cultures are gonna see on TV. Nobody's gonna go and watch, um, I don't know, uh, whatever black oriented news channel we had. I know the last one that tried to come out was the black news channel, but that went out of, uh, that went right out the window, despite the fact that they had millions behind it because it it was a leaning agenda. It wasn't controlled right. by black people. It was a leaning agenda. Um, if you do want to listen to some black media, you have, unfortunately you had to go to YouTube and they get shadow banned on multiple occasions
1: or you can go to a podcast like this.
0: Yes. You can go to a podcast like this. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Or you go to a podcast like yours. It's just, you know, you have to look outside of of what society is portraying to you because in all social spheres, we are dealing with people who want things easily catered to them. So if I just want to know what, and this isn't true, but nonetheless, if I were to go with the social norms, if I wanna know what an Asian person can do, I can go turn on TikTok and and watch a bunch of people cook noodles or something and they say, oh, they like noodles. Or I can go turn on YouTube and a, a bunch of Kung Fu flicks will come up and I'll say, oh, okay, they, they know Kung Fu. Or I can go watch, um, you know, The emotional damage guy and say all asians have emotional damage but is that the truth no it comes from having one-on-one conversations and it's funny because uh the last person of of, uh, asian ethnicity i talked to was uh (laughs) it was funny the whole situation black guy going to a 511 store talking to uh an asian store owner And we both agreed that the stop Asian hate thing, you know, number one, nobody, as far as I know, nobody wants to go out there and spend time trying to find some random Asian person just to hate on them and and vice versa for black people. And number two, we both agreed it was a, a a media shift in narrative because ever since January the sixth, they're like, Oh shit. Uh, Oh, we got to find a scapegoat. We got to find somebody else to blame. Right. Right. So
1: everything when it comes to media is has an agenda. Um, I was going back to when you said, the, and I agree when you said when we went on stage and stopped, Chris. That's what everybody in the world saw, and they can take that as that's how black people act. Mm-hmm. But I also have to say that because I was reading some of the comments on the I never I forgot what. It was TMZ, I think, talking about it, Mm -hmm. and people making comments like, "Um, "I don't agree with that type of violence on TV." My child was watching, and they're asking me if that's how black people are. But I'm like, those are really stupid comments because, number one, I'm sure your child much watch much much more violence on TV than will snapping chris rock okay mm-hmm. i'm sure they do i'm sure you don't censor them for in, any of that stuff um they're putting all kind of stuff in these cartoons nowadays and i'm sure you're not watching and sitting and watching cartoons with your kid 100 percent of the time because if you did you'd have saw what i saw and i turned it off when i watched cartoon with my daughter okay mm-hmm. i'm not gonna point out any specific shows but the content on the cartoon, what I thought was uh, not necessary to be in a cartoon for kids, folks the kids. Mm. Um, but there have been many things that have happened on TV, incidents on TV that, you know, can p- portray an image of a group of people. Black people is being painted the negative, violent. People image, but but we're not that negative violent people, like you say. However, the people that's painting that picture, like you said earlier in the podcast, where we was talking about the person that's like uh, doing the accusations are more the ones that are actually one doing. Mm-hmm. Who's painting this negative this negative image of of violent pe- um, violence? of us. We we sit here on CNN and all the other news network every day and watch images of what's going on in Ukraine, the bombings in Ukraine. I've seen images of people being, uh, people getting blown up. I've seen images of people, dead bodies, when they actually showed on TV, on the news outlet. But you're telling me the most violent thing you've seen was Chris getting slapped by Will? And you don't have a you have you don't have a problem with the image of these people being killed or blown up or dead bodies on real dead bodies? Look what happened with Katrina. They showed dead people on on, on TV when Katrina happened. You know, I mean, it, it why make to, this the news article of the month if it's really not? You know, I don't know.
0: It's just to it, me, it's just, selective violence. Yeah, because when you censor people to the point where. Seeing somebody get blown up by a landmine, and you know, having their vitals exposed and their, their limbs blown off, it's just common everyday thing. And you can thank uh, most parents for not taking control of uh, the media that their children consume, because you've got young kids that go out and play Call of Duty, and they can easily see something similar right. to that. And the parents let them. It's like, okay, as long as you don't do nothing crazy, fine. But It's selective violence because now all of a sudden a celebrity does it and it's a slap. Not taken away from the the amount of weight that came from that slap, but nonetheless, now it's important because a celebrity does it. Because this is the, unfortunately, but this is the celebrity era where everybody is paying attention to celebrities and everybody is trying to become a celebrity and everybody is trying to become an influencer. So Mm -hmm. it's easier for people to to say that and 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 realize that oh wow this person that I watch all the time, or this person that my mommy and my daddy watched all the time, did something wrong. Oh my god, this is violent. Even uh, even people that um, go watch action movies, right? Or better yet, let's take it down to the brass. Even people on the set of uh, what is that movie that that uh, uh, Alec Baldwin? Rust. Rush. Rust. Okay, selective violence and selective responsibility. Well, we didn't know the guns were had actual rounds in it. Oh my God, this lady died. Oh my God, that's not my fault. Meanwhile, you you always wanna pay attention to portray something that you, you're not. And I find it sad that an actor who is starred in multiple action movies had no idea how to check one of the most simplest firearms out there which is a basic ass revolver it's not hard to figure out what has rounds in it and what doesn't there's a difference in blanks just like there's difference in in live rounds and I I even find it funnier that they were cutting corners. I meant to do a show on that, but I find it even funnier that they were cutting corners to try and save money because I think it was an independent production. But nonetheless, you you were supposed to hire people of quality. Your armor was not of quality, and that's why somebody died on the set. And somebody has to take the responsibility. Just like somebody has to take the responsibility in letting their their children know that this has nothing to do with your actual life. You'll see these things on TV, but whenever it concerns you, you, these are things you have to do in order to avoid ending up, having to deal with something like that, or in order to avoid making sure that, that you can get help if you need it, so on and so forth. Parents aren't really doing that. Much. The, the parents leaving those comments are the ones that aren't really putting up that wall of protection around their kids right or at least intervention
1: right and it's just a basically basic understanding that um black people aren't as violent as portrayed and i hate i mean it's a basic understanding that what you see on tv is not real like you said but just when you do have the conversation black people and i've had this on my other podcast black people were not as violent those people make us out to be—we're totally the opposite. I mean, at least the black people I know, and I'm mm-hmm. you know, one of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're 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 peaceful. We try to—we're we're not raised to hate. I just don't—I just don't understand. Now, people, and, and I'm not saying that—that's not black people out there who don't like certain people and who are violent. But that's in every category. That's in every race. Every demographic has violent people. You can't say one group is more violent than the other. Right. You know, and that's what the problem is. And that's how we're being portrayed by the world is that we're we're more violent than everybody else. And that's what I don't like about it. And, and that's why I can see where you're saying with the slap it's kind of validating it for some races of people who aren't exposed to black people a lot. It Mm -hmm. does validate that to them. Like, okay, well, that's what we thought. That's what we heard. And this is what we're seeing.
0: Right. And if, if anything, I mean, if this isn't a cry for us to take our narrative back, I don't know what is because, you know, there's ways we can do that. We need to own up to our own issues. We need to own up to the fact that we're not controlling our media and mm-hmm. we can't we can no longer run away from our issues like a long time ago when um somebody might have been on the spectrum or something you know the parents are saying oh they're just a little special or they're just a little slow
1: mm-hmm.
0: versus all the scientific uh, advancements that have been made over the years and you got people taking their quote unquote slow special, you know, other races taking their quote unquote slow special kids to go seek help only to find out, okay, this is the actual problem. So what can we do to solve it? Mm -hmm. And here we are finally starting to move towards owning up to our own issues and finding a solution to it. We got to stop being reactive and behind the ball, you know, but in the case of Will Smith, what we can learn from that is owning up to our own issues. And another big thing we need to do is seek to uplift our brothers and not smite them down. Whenever it comes to black men, we are already starting out with the head nod. Anytime you pass somebody by, you know that, that head nod. What's up?
1: It's funny because that I do that. <laughs> so I yeah, that. it's so common now. Like
0: and, I, I acknowledge you, brother. Yeah, it, it, and if anything, at this point, it should be a reminder to keep your head up, black man yeah because we don't we don't build like we should because we can't build like we, we should because we as black men do not have the necessary resources I mean even if you look at the whole um, building black businesses thing right mm-hmm. uh, we when it came to small business grants they didn't say we're gonna provide small business grants to all black people who are, you know, own a business or whatever. They provided, the, the main company has provided business grants for black women-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, it's like, it's all black society. We all raised together, right? Like, no, we're mm-hmm. just gonna raise it to black women. So that already tells you how society is going to look at us as black men. It's like, we're not worth investing in.
1: Right. So right.
0: if anything, we as black men need to start finding, uh, if not start, we need to find the people who have either started, find a way to start or make plans to start uplifting ourselves. And we all need a code. We all need to get on code. The code has always been there. I don't know if it's been followed to a T as of, as of recent because. Anytime you can see a black man smack another black man on TV, what message is that sending to our own black people? Right. So we need to to get on code and realize that the only ones that's gonna hold us up is ourselves. The shoestrings be damned, bootstraps be damned. There is no boot. We never had a boot. That's that's number two. That's the other main thing I took away from that. Cause I'm really tired of seeing brothers with great extreme potential not getting to where they're at and if anything are not getting to where they need to be at because if anything i i love seeing our people get from point a to point b and i'm always willing and able to help whenever possible but i can't do that if we're not all on the same page and you're not you you don't have to drive to do the same thing It's the Black Powder Podcast, let's get it split. We got the wisdom hitting targets with a mark with precision We're having fun in the booth, we're running gun for the truth Every future black gun owner, was are spreading the news We do it legal, we're moving regal and blessing the people Some hopes for the culture, we keep it locked like guns in a holster Holding it down as we're loading the rounds If they were nervous back then, right. then they're gonna be scared of us now Black Powder Podcast, we'll be back in a while Chill. Yeah.